Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Friday, February the 10th, 2023. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by, let's just cut to the chase here, one of the top 10 DFS players that I have ever met. <laughs> it's Deb Lutz. You How are you? I have met very many. <laughs> hey, oh, how's it going? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. What a crazy week it's been. Huh? Oh my gosh. You know, it's like I was waiting forever to get the news on these trades. It like just seemed like it wasn't coming, wasn't coming. And then the floodgates opened and you just, you couldn't keep track. Yeah. Just unreal. I mean, trades everywhere. Um, new players moving around. I mean, this, we were asking for this though. This is where we shine. We love when there's confusion and people don't know what to play. They can't just jam stuff in an optimizer. You know, they're going to have to, whether they like it or not, do a little bit of hand building and, uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, this this is where we shine for sure. Right. I've been spending the last 48 hours trying to figure out like, okay, for my full year fantasy, who do I pick up for my so rare? Who do I pick up for DFS? So ready to get at it. Yeah, I am ready to get at it. So we have a ton to do today. So uh, we've got plain pain blank SM, who is also known as dead president's first one into the chat today, Deb. A little slow to the draw today for some of our folks, but we have a huge amount to cover. So real quickly, what we're going to do, we'll talk a little bit about the trade deadline and how it's going to affect some of the NBA from a DFS perspective, because that that's the huge thing here. There's going to be a lot of teams impacted here big time. Uh, we'll go a little more in depth with uh, the Mavericks and the Suns, since those are our teams where, you know, we have a little bit of special insight there. Then uh, we're going to give away a couple of tickets today. Uh, we've only got 11 games. Yeah, that's it. Just 11. That's that's it. It. <laughs> so we're going to go through all 22 teams. We're going to bust through this all 11 games. And here's the fun part about it. Not only do we have all this trade information where people are still moving around, some trades have cleared, some haven't, some guys are playing, some aren't. We also have 12 of the 22 teams either on the first or second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, that's that's important. Yes, so you got to put it all into the pot, mix it up, and hope everything comes out uh, correctly here. So we're going to do that. We'll go through all of these. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, everything, you know, as far as these games go. Defensive efficiency, pace who's in and out with some of the new folks and which directions we're leaning. Uh, probably not going to do a two brains or better than one lineup today with so much on the docket here. Uh, we will certainly be sharing all of our lineups in discord with our members. If you'd like to become a member, go to dfscoachtalk.com. And if you go there, you can sign up for three days for three bucks. So this is your chance Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you get all of our basketball and PGA golf. Then this weekend, you get NASCAR, tons of basketball. And then Sunday, there's a little thing, Deb, called the Super Bowl. And uh, never heard of it. For three bucks, you get all that action uh, awesome. just from joining Coach Talk. So, 
Um, you know what? I'm going to type that in here. And if you want to join, uh, jump in there for sure during the podcast. And this way, when you come out on the other side, you will be ready to roll. And we give out uh, core lineups for DraftKings, full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo. And uh, we supply those a good 15, 20 minutes before lock uh, for our members in Discord. So, again, it's DFSCoachTalk.com. If you want to catch us on Twitter, it's at DFSCoachTalk. For the tickets that we're going to give away during this podcast, uh, just DM me at DFSCoachTalk on Twitter with your PayPal email and we will send you those tickets. All right, Deb, uh, let's talk uh, briefly about uh, the trade deadline. Yeah, uh, We'll spend just, you know, five minutes just to sort of clear the air with that, and we'll talk about it from a DFS perspective a little bit. So let's talk about the number one biggest trade of the whole thing, which affects your sons somehow, some way. You can throw a lineup out there of Chris Paul, Booker, KD, and Aiton, and then a fifth. So life. Oh, I know. I'll tell you, I was still awake when they announced it. And, uh, you know, my first reaction was I was bummed because I did not expect them to trade Mikel Bridges. I I really thought they were going to do everything possible. And uh, he's just, he's the heart of the team. Yeah. And he's really emerged this year um, with all the injuries. You know, he's, I mean, he's defensively amazing and he got better offensively and he just like, he's the nicest guy. And so that like, that broke my heart that he's, he's gone off the team. And, but you realize it's a business and, you know, if they want to win now, I mean, they just take the best, you know, the best guy to do it. He's a perfect fit for the team and uh, fills a really big hole um, he's going to score. He's going to rebound. I mean, just the, the leadership, the you know, the experience from a you know, it, it's it's really it's really special. So I'm excited. I mean, I've got I'm lined up to get playoff tickets and uh, can't wait to face the Mavs in the uh, in the finals in the West. Well, you know, I'll read you real quickly. So I'm I'm you know excited for you and for Suns fans. I think it's it's a wonderful thing to get KD and have those four. Uh, guys in your starting lineup but my goodness they better win it this year and next year because I'll just read you the 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 full trade real quick just because it's so mind-bending um so KD and and TJ Warren come over for like you said two really really good young players Mikhail Bridges Cameron Johnson and then there's some foreign player uh also that they have control of, uh, that they move. And then a 2023 first round pick, 2025 first round, 2027 first round, 2028 first round, uh, pick swap in 2028, a second round pick in 2028, a first round in 2029, and a second round in 2029. And Jake Crowder. And... Yes, Jay Crowder is gone to or goes as well. So that is pretty big haul for Mr. Durant, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I'm with you. I mean, you know, they're gonna be one of the favorites to win it this year and next year, probably as you know, those those guys get a little bit older, but you you can't blame them for going all in, you know. Yeah, 
yeah. New, you know, new, uh, new owner. I think he, you know, he said, Hey, let's, let's do it now. So we'll see. We'll Let see. They, kind of, they mortgage the future. I don't know where they're going to be in three years. That's all I'm going to say. What are you going to do though, from a DFS perspective? Yeah, well, um, that's where it gets really interesting. I mean, I was all over um, a Kogi last night, which is great. Um, but uh, you get Booker back. There was no Booker yesterday, so that made a big difference. Um, today, Booker's back. So, but you know, I, he's I mean, I, I don't mean for tonight, today's game. No. I mean, like for the yeah. rest of the season, how how hard is it now when you're looking at a pretty expensive Chris Paul, a pretty expensive. Aiton, super expensive Durant, super expensive uh, Booker. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, you know, um, it's interesting because I'm as much as I like Booker, I don't play Booker a lot in DFS because he's so points dependent. And I think you know, I think that's going to hold even more so now because you know it's unclear is he going to get the forty point night or is Durant going to get it? So I probably won't be playing a lot of Booker. He seems to be priced really high. Chris Paul, though, on the other hand is not points dependent. He, right. know, he gets his points off of assists, off of steals, good percentages. And, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, he's efficient. And I think that's going to get even better. He's got such an amazing person now to, uh, you know, to, to uh, create for. And um, so I like, I still, I'll, I'll probably still be riding Paul. Um, Aiden, I'm, I'm not sure. We'll see. Aiden's been playing really well lately. We'll see if, uh, you know, the addition of Durant helps them or hurts them, uh, unclear. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the, you know, how the providers adjust for it, too. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's going to take some time for these salaries to adjust. But, uh, yeah, you know, Paul Booker and Aiton are in there tonight, it looks as though. So yeah. we'll talk about that here in a minute. But, yeah, going forward, man, that, you know – both of discussions here, the Phoenix Suns now are going to be hard DFS wise for me, at least to, to count on uh, for the rest of the season and a big hit, you know, really as excited as I am for the Mavericks. The other trade I wanted to talk about was obviously Kyrie going to um, Dallas. And I think it's awesome for the Mavericks, but like I mentioned before, I don't know how awesome it is for the actual DFS side of things, because Luca was by far the leader in usage in a in the James Harden kind of way when he was with the Rockets. That's certainly going to take a big hit, not just because Kyrie's there. I mean, that's the m biggest part. But you now have a Christian Wood that they decided they weren't going to trade because he was right on the uh, border of getting traded as well. He's back in now, so you've got some offensive threats around him. And I, you know, I think that's until the prices reduce, it's going to be uh, difficult really to roster some Mavs uh, as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. It's definitely going to change the dynamic. I mean, the usage has to go way down to, you know, kind of normal levels, let's say, human right. levels. But, um, but it certainly is. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's not the trade I thought they were going to make. Yeah. Necessarily. Um, so uh, what do you think about it overall? Oh, I I think I'm doing quadruple backflips. I think it's a steal, a huge steal. I mean, we get we're, we gave away Spencer Dinwiddie, who's spare anyway. I mean, he's a backup point guard, in my opinion. Dorian Finney-Smith hurts because he's a good defender, but his contract was pretty heavy. 
Then you have a 2029 first round pick. That's forever. Yeah. And, yeah. Two, and only two future second round picks. So that's not that much. I mean, Kyrie yeah. is an all-star. I mean, you've got the Mavericks are the only team, by the way, that have two all-star starters now with Kyrie and Lucas. So, I mean, I, I think it's underestimated how strong of a pickup that is. Now, does it come with some possible, you know, baggage? Can Kyrie, you know, implode? No doubt. But is it worth it? Absolutely. I mean, the, the Mavs were going nowhere fast. They were not going to go deep, counting on Luca for every single thing. I think this changes the whole landscape. Like I say, it's exciting as a Mavs fan. As a DFS player, though, you know, I'll be steering clear of our Suns and Mavericks until yeah. all those things adjust, usage and then salary to follow in DFS. All right, until the playoffs. Exactly. Then then it's game on, no doubt about it. Um, I want to so say – What was your favorite trade? What was your favorite trade outside of that? Or I should say, what trade do you think has the most DFS impact? I think the Lakers hit the jackpot. I, I don't know even why the league's allowing some of those Lakers trades. I thought Utah got fleeced beyond fleece. Did you see what they come out of those trades with? Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, why I did you even allow that? I mean, they got rid of good, strong players and basically just have some draft picks to show. Yeah. Uh, and I so I think the Lakers, you know, starting with grabbing Rui Hashimura, mm -hmm. and then you know D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. I mean, those guys are all basketball players. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think the Lakers also Mo Bamba they grabbed uh, in that, and uh, uh, you know, so yeah, I think, totally strengthened. I mean, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think they did real well. I think the Clippers made a couple of nice moves too. They did. I mean, they they flushed their whole backcourt down the toilet and started over basically. So yeah, we'll see yeah. how they're going to do. But, you know, I know Crash doesn't, uh, you know, agree, but I think that changed. I mean, if the Lakers can find a way in to the playoffs and they get this half a season to play together, you have a healthy LeBron and AD. So basically the, the best one-two duo in the league if they're healthy. Mm -hmm. With those surrounding cast now, that is absolutely reasonable. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to play him in the playoffs. That's I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm they, I, was, I was impressed with how much they were able to do. That's, so it's going to be the West. I mean, it's going to be a battle. It is it really is. I mean, the West goes through Phoenix. I mean, that's hands down. I mean, well, Phoenix. we'll see. I don't know. My only concern is I'd love for them to get Reggie Reggie Jackson. Because otherwise, I still get a little concerned about if Chris Paul gets injured. But, yeah. uh, but we'll see. It's going to yeah, be. Yeah, there's still a buyout market. There's a lot of guys on the buyout market that yeah. are going to make it onto some teams. Yeah. And I think that that's really important to know because it, it generally, when you look back at the playoffs, it's these kind of guys that fill out your okay. lineups that make it. So here, here's the potential buyout, top buyout people. And then we'll get on to breaking down this slate. John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Derek Rose, Alec Burks, Patrick Beverly, Terrence Ross, Nerlens Noel, Rudy Gay, Will Barton, Danny Green, Kevin Love, Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, 
Dwayne Dedman, Corey Joseph, and George Hill. Those are those are not chumps. That's, that's, a, that's quite a list. Yeah. That's a, yeah. And so, you know, top bidder, best fit, uh, you know, teams that where they want to jump in and try to win a championship, the Suns, the Lakers, now the Mavericks. There's some destinations yeah. where these guys are going to land and it's going to make a big difference. There's no doubt about it. Definitely. So excited about it. Um, okay. No doubt. Let's say hello to a couple other folks. We're still having some people drift in here. Bev, how are you? Bev always shows yeah. up for Deb. Never shows up for me and Crash, but that's okay. We love you. Chris Taylor, how are you, my friend? Chris uh, is a Suns fan, it sounds like, Deb. says nice. uh, Halliburton versus the Suns because he's concerned with Bridges gone that the defense might go down a little bit. Do you agree with him, yeah. Deb? I do. Yeah, I, re I really, I mean, you know, um, I really do. Um, if Halliburton, assuming Halliburton is, you know, back to health, um, yeah, I think uh, the defense definitely takes a hit. That's, that's going to be the one bummer until they pick somebody else up. Yeah, because the Jay Crowder, they shuffled on down the road, too. So they don't really have a wing defender like they had before. So Yeah, you got Tory Craig, who's probably the closest. but That's uh, probably right, yeah. But, yeah, it's not, not, not great. But, uh, yeah, the only thing about Halliburton is I think he is playing full minutes now. Um, hasn't really had that stellar game since he's been back. Right. So he's pretty pricey. So that's, that's my only, uh, only caution. But um, yeah, I mean, I love Halliburton, but today I, he just didn't crack my bills because of the yeah. price, like you said, and he's ramped up now. I think he's good to go, but you know, I don't know as far as, you know, blowing it out. Maybe, maybe a good GPP with low ownership. Yep. Chris agrees with you, by the way, Reggie Jackson would be a great pickup for the Suns, but he wants to dust off Carmelo. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, 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 wow. Haven't heard that name in a while. Dust off is right. I love it, man. That would be hilarious, but you never know. He didn't even make my right. list. Right. I think right. he's sipping pina coladas somewhere. You don't know if he's Can you ready. imagine, though? There you go. All right. <laughs> you never know, you know? Make that playoff run. You never know what's going to happen. All right. Uh, let's dive into this sucker. We've got 11 games, so we can't play around. No. Uh, and we're going to start right off with, uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna bring up the ownership, Deb. I know it's a little early, so we'll do a second phase of ownership. Our man boy from Cali will be posting that in our Discord. That's the other thing. You know, uh, getting these... There aren't any free sites for projected ownership full-blown that you can uh, get out there. So as you don't have to get that and buy that expense if you're a member here at Coach Talk because we're going to provide that for you every day. We're going to give you that list. Uh, we're going to talk about it on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. So a massive plus of being a member here at Coach Talk. And you know, you got to look at those that ownership every day when you're building lineups. It is really key. There's no question about it. Great so benefit. Yes, no doubt. Uh, I'll give you just the top <clears throat> 10 or 15, and then just if you can bank those in your head as we're going over these mm -hmm. games, we'll talk about it. So the, the, the thing that makes me laugh on DraftKings, number one owned right now at 59% is Stanley Johnson. 
I mean, woohoo. <laughs> People He's are losing not even their projected to start. He's not even projected to start right now. No, I, I don't understand that ownership. But again, we'll talk about them as we go through them. But right now it's Stanley Johnson, Zach Collins, Killian Hayes. So those are one, two, three, you know, names you always see at the top, right? Oh, yeah. um, Norman Powell, some dude named Giannis, Isaiah Roby, Colin Sexton, Dane Time, Jason Tatum, who looks like he's going to play now. Kyrie, of course, with no Luca. By the way, that ruined my day. We get the the post saying that from Sham saying Luca and Kyrie are playing. Fifteen minutes later, Luca out. So that stunk. Not cool. Not my cool. secret, my super secret squirrel today. A triple S super secret squirrel. Mark Williams, thirty two hundred, locking them in everywhere. Deb, everywhere. Lock them in. I love Mark Williams today. I'm this one's going to be unless Nick Richards starts. You know what? I don't care if Nick Richards starts. Okay. I know that sounds crazy. That's but pretty contrarian. If, I still think if Nick Richards start I starts, I still think Mark Williams gets 28 minutes plus, maybe 32. And I'm just I'm going with them. And I believe in them. And I think they made that trade of Plumley to open that up for him, not for Richards, in my opinion. Okay. Would you believe this next guy? I gotta mention him because it makes me throw up in my mouth. Tailing Orton Tucker. Ah! <laughs> 17% projected ownership. Can you believe that one? You know what? Remember that? I mean, remember last year, all the times when LeBron wouldn't play and he'd come in, he'd play 35 minutes and score like 50 fantasy points. I mean, that's, yep. you know, he's like the mop up guy. He, he just, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look healthy. He looks overweight. He's just a mess. I, I wouldn't do it. Um, here's, here's the quick rundown on FanDuel for you, Deb. Uh, Isaiah Roby, Stanley Johnson, Zach Collins, Kyrie Irving, THT again, Anthony Simons, Blake Wesley. That you heard me. Seventh, Blake Wesley, Ty Tyler Hero, Derek White, Josh Akogi, Giannis, and Dame Time. So what a wild night. And then it's a crazy. It's crazy. Yahoo, we've got Stanley Johnson for God's sakes, Norman Powell, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Jason Tatum, Killian Hayes, Kyrie, Zach Collins, Kata Bates-Jopp, Giannis, Dame Time, Derek White, Jeremy Grant, Anthony Simons, and your buddy, Tori Craig. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's crazy. He's got it? pretty much every San Antonio spur on, on the roster it's on crazy. that list craziness here's the good news deb we talked just for like 15 seconds before we jumped on the air and the one thing we both agreed on immediately was there's so much value on this slate that you pretty much can do what you want if you yeah. want to go stars and scrubs full blown you can do it easily like four top guys and four just really low owned guys or i mean low priced guys or you can do a mixture of some high guys and you're going to get a bunch of value in there that you can still get some of those 9,000 and 8,000 guys. So the bottom line is it's not, no, there's not going to be a lot of duped lineups today and you're going to be able to pretty okay. much do whatever you want. 
And then once we factor again, when we talk about these teams, all the back-to-backs, all the trade maneuvers, it is wacky. That's for sure. So our man boy from Cali's in there. How's it going? Where, where's uh, Joe K and some of your dudes, boy from Cali? Let's get them, rile those uh, suckers in here. LeBron, AD, and D'Angelo Russell go Lakers. Adam okay. Hurley, I don't, have you seen Adam Hurley? Is he new? Not before. First yeah. time for me, yeah. Lakers fan, clearly. Is he related to Bobby Hurley, the uh, <laughs> ex-Duke great? Adam, great to have you, my friend. And I agree with you. I'm I'm terrified of the Lakers with this new lineup. And it's hard to believe D'Angelo Russell. Talk about full circle. The dude was drafted second overall by the Lakers. And now, zoop, all the way back to the craziness. All right. Let's dive in, Deb. No time like the present. We've got three seven o'clock games so we're gonna have three locks early on you got to get your ducks in a row that's why we're doing this podcast earlier than normal uh the first game again seven o'clock spurs 14 and 41 against detroit 14 and 42 how's that for a little Wembenyama sweepstakes game uh pop's got the first night of a back-to-back on top of everything else so And the players that he has available here are terrifying. So here's the thing. Everybody's going to the Spurs for value. Boy from Cali already put evil chalk doers, whatever, in there because people are going to go for the Spurs. Number one, I trust uh, Pop as far as I can throw him. Secondly, they don't want to win. Third, they're on the road. Fourth, uh, they're they're an underdog. And then fifth, I don't care. These guys are still going to, even though they have eight or nine guys, yeah. they're going to all get minutes and they all stink. They all stink. Yep. Yep. So, so you've got San Antonio, the sixth fastest pace, Detroit 10th. That makes me interested. And guess what, Deb? These are the two worst defensive teams in the league, dead last and second to last. So, I know I said mixed signals there. Do we go this game? Do we not go this game? What the heck are you going to do? I go a little bit. I don't go. There's just there's too many games on this slate. There's too much quality there. Um, so I go a little, but I don't go after all these. You know, I'm not going with uh, Stanley Johnson. I'm not going with you know Isaiah Robley. I do like Zach Collins. He finally he moves into the starting spot, so he'll get. 30 minutes, um, and he's a good fantasy point-per-minute guy. You know, when he was backing up Pirtle, um, you could see that they were, uh, you know, getting ready to get rid of Pirtle. They were giving him some more time, and uh, he it was paying off. So I do like Collins. Um, I'm probably not going with anyone else on San Antonio. I put a little question mark by Devontae Graham. I mean, you know, this could be like Devontae Graham, like, here, let me show you what I can do kind of game. Right, that's true. Um, so for a GPP, possibly. I don't even know what he's priced at. I did not. Do you have his pricing? Uh, he's dirt cheap. I don't have uh, – I can look real quickly here. But, you know, th- the funny thing is, the great part about it is it is one of the first games. So we're going to know who's starting. Who's starting, right. And obviously that's going to be – you know, because you never know what, what he's going to throw into the mix here. Definitely. Um, so, you know, that is huge. Devontae's yeah. 3,000 dead men on DraftKings. Yeah. 
Dead. He's an interesting. If he starts, he's you know he he can score. Um, he's an interesting play, particularly against the Detroit back backcourt. But I'm I'm not going to go after some of these other Yahoos. You know, just because if McDermott starts, I mean everyone's going to play like 20, 22 minutes and be yuck. Um, on the Detroit side of things, you know, a couple of things interest me. Um, I just think they're a you know. A, their record is as bad, but I just think they're a better team with better caliber of players. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Bogdanovich, you know, looks real good in this matchup. Um, Jaden Ivey, you know, is much more athletic than, you know, who they've got on the other side. And, and Killian Hayes has shown that he uh, can, can do a nice job in the point guard position. So I'll have, I'm probably going to have Collins and, and probably a, uh, a Detroit player. Okay. You know, I, I mean, the, the line in this game is Detroit by six, but it is 234 and a half. So a very nice uh, total. So, I mean, it's hard to, to not consider that because with 11 games, there's only one game with a higher total on the whole board. Uh, so this is tied for the second highest total. There's a couple of things at play here. I agree with you that Zach Collins is very interesting. I will say this though, with Collins, that's nerve wracking is he does get into foul trouble. Mm -hmm. And now that he's got this position and they're expecting big minutes from him, I just wonder if he can stay out of foul trouble, especially with going against sort of the double centers with Detroit with Stewart and Duran in there. So, you know, Kate's beta job is somebody that I used to go to email news with Minnesota. I sort of like him today. Okay. Uh, because I think he's going to get solid minutes. It's going to be a very tough cover for Stewart because Job can hit the three and he's going to pull Stewart from the basket. I agree with you on the Devontae Graham, 3000 on DraftKings, 3800 on FanDuel, and Deadman 10 bucks on Yahoo. If he starts, he's a guy that we know can get buckets. And, you know, I don't want to have more than one spur, though, just because of the fear of, of – uh, Pop just sinking the lineup right off the yeah, bat. So, really but great. Jop, Graham, possibilities. On the other side of the ball, the, you know, one of the top five guys I expected to get moved at the trade deadline was Bogdanovich because he's an experienced, good piece for a contending team. Not sure why Detroit's hanging on to him here with their super young rebuild. Um, you know, that'll be interesting. I do like Jalen Duran a little bit because here's the thing. We have to wait and see. Weissman, who they traded for, is uh, questionable. They also, I also read an article where they plan on starting Weissman the entire second half of the I season know. to see That's what crazy. they do. So that must mean Duran's coming back off the bench. Yeah. Is all I can figure. Yeah. So is that is that going to light a, a fire under Duran if – Weissman sits, Durant could be a super sneaky play. If Weissman plays, then I'm not going to do it because they're going to split minutes. But yeah. something to keep an eye on because that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, um, I know. I was I was really surprised by that. I don't think Weissman's going to play. Um, I just I, I'm surprised. You know, they've got I mean they've got Bagley, they've got Stewart, they've got Durant. You know, why do you go get Weissman when you've got you know a young star in Durant? I mean, they didn't, I guess, you know, he was expected to be a star, second overall pick, and they figured, you know what, we've got all young guys, let's see what this guy's got. I mean, I yeah. get it. Yeah. You didn't have to give up much, 
but you know they just drafted Duran in the first uh, round. So right, right. Uh, I do think Bogdanovich though is probably a decent play. You see a lot of times when these vets don't get traded and that they relax and play a little bit more free. And I think he's a, a reasonable uh, play. I do want at least a guy from each side here because I do think it's going to be poorly, poorly defended. Yeah. All right. Game two, seven o'clock as well. Um, it is the, your Phoenix Suns, 30 and 27, only three games over 500, but that'll change. Pacers, 25 and 31. Um, uh, in this game, we've got Indiana favored by two and a half. So that's a bit of a surprise, but I guess because those guys are still, or Durant's still out and they lost Bridges and Cam, but still with Paul Booker and Aiden in there, they're an underdog. That surprised me. Surprising, yeah. 230 and a half the total. Basley, Durant, Payne, Shamit, Warren out for Phoenix, Hill and Noara out for Indiana, two new guys that they just brought in. So, uh, you know, you've got Phoenix, slow. 25th in pace, second night of a back-to-back. You've got Indiana, uh, third in pace. They're really, uh, you know, pick it up and play. So big pace up for Phoenix. First night of a back-to-back for Indiana. So both teams. Defensively, Phoenix, seventh. Indiana, not good at 24th. So mixed bag of tricks here, but there's probably a few decent uh, value plays that you can grab, no doubt about it. So what are you thinking? Are you Jock Landell today? <laughs> I am not. I'm, 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 <laughs> chucking, I'm chucking Jock. Uh, yeah, you know, my strategy tonight, there's a couple of games I'm pretty much going to fade. Uh, with 11 games on the slate, you just can't, you know, we already said, hey, we want to play a couple of guys from this first game. And you know, there's half a dozen games just as good as that first one. So I am probably fading this game altogether. Um, but if you force me to say who would you take from this game, my favorite plays are um, a Kogi for the value play on Phoenix. I think he will still get minutes um, at the four, at the three and the four behind Craig and, and Landale if he starts. And I'm not even sure if they're going to start Landale if Indiana's rolling with Neesmith. They might right. start at Kogi or they might start – Ishween, right? But yeah. um, but the best points for minute guy out of all those guys, believe it or not, is Josh Okogie, and he's been riding hot. So I would I would go with him on the Phoenix side, um, and on the Indiana side, um, I do like Halliburton. Uh, you know, against uh, against Chris Paul, against the you know the backcourt defense of, of Phoenix. So um, I'm not going to go Booker. He's 9,700 on DraftKings, 9,000 yeah. on Vandal. He's, again, he's just He's way too expensive for a guy that very often gives you just 40 fantasy points a night. So um, not going to go there and uh, not too excited about anyone else on Indiana, just given the, the speed of play and the way that they split things up. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, this, like you said, I mean, you put it exactly right at the, at the start here. I mean, you can't have tons of exposure to a bunch of games when there's 22 teams playing. So you've got to definitely pick your spots. You know, Hal Burton, I think, is a decent play. But, you know, two things. Uh, Phoenix plays slow, and they play good defense. Yeah. And, you know, that's a concern. Um, I do like that the, the spread is is so close. Um, you know, if you're going to force a guy in from Indiana, to me it would be Hal Burton or Miles Turner. Those are the two guys 
that I have some interest in. On the Phoenix side, though, you know what? I just, with Paul, uh, you know, Booker and Aiton in and all the turmoil of everything going on there, I just don't feel comfortable, you know, rostering much in this game. It is a, a super pace up game, but mm-hmm. you've got to pay the price if you're going to go with Booker because, you know, yeah. that that is a big ticket, no question about it. Um uh, it's 3.37, and they're just now talking about the second game. <laughs> oh, man. Crash is so – you know, I was just talking to him. He is so high on LeBron right now. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> you would think because the guy broke the scoring record, Josh it treats him like a god. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Inside joke for our members there, by the way. Crash not – not check marking LeBron for his all-star battle is all I'm going to say. I do want to say this though. Uh, again, welcome to Adam Hurley, King of all trades. Great to have you in here with us. Love that you bring in the good Friday vibes. That is important. Charlie, Mr. Charlie. Hello, sir. Uh, who else? Boy, from, Josh, boy from Cali. We got people jumping in. So that is a good thing. All right, we're going to keep this train moving because we can't play around today. I can't do my uh, pitter-patter stuff. we got to go. We have a third 7 o'clock game, also very interesting. Both teams on the first night of a back-to-back, Deb. So, and you know, I don't know how that's going to affect things, but we got to be aware of it for sure. It's the Knicks and Sixers, Knicks 30 and 26, Philadelphia 34 and 19. We have a questionable tag on the newly acquired Josh Hart. Great pickup for the Knicks, though. Terrific uh, pickup. Mitch Robb still out. Uh, The eternal Joel Embiid questionable every day. So now Embiid and Gobert have officially joined AD and LeBron in that hole. Mm -hmm. We're just questionable every stinking day. and then uh, Jalen McDaniels, a, a new pickup for Philly, is out. So it's a good pickup for Philly. Yeah, that's a sweet little pickup too. Nice for their depth, uh, no question about it. So uh, in this game, Deb, you've got the tw- uh, 27th paced Knicks and 23rd paced Philly. That's a concern. You've got uh, really good uh, defense from the Philly side at sixth. Not bad from the Knicks side at 14. Philly's a home favorite by six and a half, but a pretty scant 222 and a half. Not generally a number that's going to get it done in uh, DFS. So how how are you riding this game? It's my other total pass. Okay. That's it. Slow game, good defenses. Um, they spread the ball around. You know, you got between Brunson, Barrett, and Randall. You know, their pricing is fair and unclear clear who's going to, you know, accept, exceed their uh, totals. Same thing on the other side with Harden, Embiid, Maxi, Harris. It's just I don't see anyone popping on this game at all. So it's a total pass for me. Well, I, do you think Embiid plays again even he's had this questionable I do. Yeah. I do. He's, I think it's a, a back-to-back for them, and they're playing the Nets tomorrow night. I think, I think he plays against the Knicks and sits against the Nets. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And yeah, and that's the case more than likely, I think that's going to happen. But we got to keep that news up. For me, it's very simple. Uh, I I love James Harden if Embiid does decide to sit. 
James Harden would be a plug and play in all my lineups. I like James Harden a smidgen anyway, even if Embiid plays, but I don't know if I want to pay the ticket with Embiid in there. So that's the news that we'll have because it's one of the first games. Um, but I think that that, that would be a direction that I would go. Uh, but really, other than that, I, I have no interest in this game. Yeah. No, well, and I guess, um, let's see, you probably get some really good ownership on Harden if, uh, yeah, he's only at 5.7%. So if Embiid sits, now it'll go way up if Embiid sits, but uh, right. still starting pretty low. So. I mean, with, if he stays in the below six percent ownership, even with him beat in, I may pull it, pull the uh, lever on Harden anyway. I think he's a good play tonight. I really do. You know, I think he's. Uh, this is the kind of game he can really excel. No, no question about it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's check on to game four now. We've got two seven thirty games. The first one is the Charlotte Hornets at the Boston Celtics. Charlotte. 15 and 41 in that heated battle for the first pick. Boston, a nice 39 and 16. We've got questionable tags on Tatum and Horford, although I believe Tatum has shifted to probable, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, we'll double check on that. He was he had a non-COVID sickness, but he's felt better and he went through shoot around. So I think Tatum plays and yeah. Horford probably sits. Yep. That's what I'm leaning towards. It is an island game for Boston, so that helps uh, Tatum too. Uh, for the uh, Charlotte, it's the first night of a back-to-back. -back. So we've got a questionable tag for Charlotte on Zbigniew McKayluk. He landed with the Hornets. And then uh, Reggie Ooh. Jackson <laughs> – yeah, uh, who they're probably going to buy out. Cody Martin and Kelly Oubre are out. And then for Boston, you got probable on Brogdon. Like I say, I believe probable on Tatum. Horford, Mike Muscala, a Boston Celtic questionable. Yeah. I know. And then out, of course, the big thing, Jalen Brown, Danilo Gallinari. Why do we have to say his name every day? And Marcus Smart. So... Here you go. First big decision for me on the day is how much do you trust Jason Tatum? Because we know we love to force him in there with when Jalen Brown is out. But we've got a couple of things at play here. Boston's an 11 and a half point favorite. That's scary. And it's only a 225 and a half total. So this is pivotal. I think that, uh, you know, do you go Tatum here or do you not trust it? What do you think? Hmm. You know, I've decided to not go Tatum. Um, I'm sort of leaning towards the fact that like he had some kind of an illness, so he's good enough to go, but maybe not a hundred percent. Um, and, uh, I mean, it is against Charlotte, so that makes it really attractive, but given the, the scoring total and given the illness and again, 11 games, there's just, there's a number of guys right at the same price as him or right around it that, you know, um, that I'm a little more uh, certain on. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not going Tatum. You're not going to go Which there. Means you will. No, I'm. You know, as as of right now, I'm not. But I'm not ruling him out yet because it it sounds really silly here, but it's that whole domino effect. 
I'd like to see if um, if Horford's going to play or not, because if they're going to be that thin, you know, Tatum is a technically like a four. He can play any position, but you know, he gets such good ancillary numbers. I know he's been turning it over quite a bit, but those, you know, those extra numbers really, really help. And I'm, I'm super tempted. Um, but as of now, I don't have him in. I do really like Robert Williams today. Um, I think he's a great play. I think his price is still right. I think this matchup is really good. And I, you know, he's, he's now getting into the thirties in minutes, which we've waited for, for a long time. I think he's a dangerous play. Um, you know, like I say, I'm going to watch all this news that's dropping Tatum's still a possibility, but really for me, Robert Williams, uh, is the better play price wise. Um, I do love a guy on the other side of the ball that is one of my plug-and-play buy-ups today. LaMelo. It is LaMelo Ball. I knew you would guess it. Uh, I just think he's in a great spot here. You know, his price is fair enough to me. I think that, uh, you know, I just think first night of a back-to-back, it is against Boston. So I think he goes all out. You know, maybe don't play him tomorrow, but I think he's a great play today. So, LaMelo, yeah. one of my top plays of the day. He's and and then my my rookie play here that I said Can I'm going Mark Williams. Come hell or high water, it's Mark Williams or bust for me. So I could have yeah. two Hornets, which would be very odd. But you know what? Yeah, it could happen. Uh, I could. Yeah, I could no, say- this game this game was popping for me too, which is surprising given the the total amongst everything else. But, you know, I mean, Charlotte's defense is really weak and uh, you know, I think there's some good value on their side too. I mean, I completely agree with you on ball and Williams. I like them a lot. They're going to, you know, Williams is going to be in just about all my lineups and ball is, 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 is going to be there as well. Um, I even, you know, I, I, I even like um, Hayward, um, you know, who's, who's Price keeps coming down. He's any any night he can give you 35, 40 fantasy points. You know they're they're getting thinner. Um, so I think uh, um, you know he's a decent value. On the other side of the ball, I, I am I'm not. I see uh, I'm getting harassed by a boy from Cali who uh, <laughs> thinks we should smash. No, no, no. But you know I just again there's I think there's just there's other players that price point that I like. But I do like a couple of several players on the Boston side, frankly. I mean, I think Sam Hauser has stepped up in a big way with um, with the absence of uh, Jalen Brown. And again, he's he's surpassed Pritchard. I mean, Pritchard's more of a point guard, but he's getting more minutes. And without uh, Marcus Smart, there's minutes to go around there. So um, he's super cheap at uh, 4K. Um, I think he, he plays well. I, I mean, I absolutely loved him. He was a no brainer when J, when I thought that, uh, Tatum was going to be out, but he yeah. Tatum in, it, you know, I think he's probably even going to start. So, um, I like him a lot. Um, and I also like, um, I continue to like Rodman, who I just think is a real solid play. And against the, you know, the second team of Charlotte, he should, he should smash. Um, and then I totally agree with you on, on Robert Williams. So yeah, I think there's a lot to like in this game. I do too. And I, I don't know if it's going to get a ton of ownership, to be honest with you, with all that value and then pot, pay up options, you know, I uh, want to continue to follow the news on Tatum. Uh, and we'll follow that with but Robert Williams, LaMelo, 
Mark Williams. I'm going to go with the Williamses. You're going to see. <laughs> so nice. we'll see. This is going to be a, a key game early on. So we'll know where we stand, I guess, um, cool. as things shake out. Quick hello to Double D, David Dulax. We have one of our two Double Ds in there. Travis Wyndham from the franchise of the hotel ownership extravaganza has joined us. Uh, let's see. Uh, boy from Cali is loving uh, Mr. Tatum today. Mike Tyson, Earl Pep Tyson in there with us looking. Maybe he's going to win a free ticket. He's usually pretty lucky. Uh, let's see. Coach is going to K. Is that Kyrie Irving? Are you suggesting I'm a, Maverick, a Mavericks homer? Come on, Charlie. Uh, Rosé, 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 you're in there. So great to see you, Doug L. We're looking for a Doug W. today. And don't forget Josh Davis and your, your best buddy there, Stephen, are doing the Super Bowl podcast tonight. So right. catch that for sure. Oh, let's see. Super Bowl podcast will be tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. So another shift in the in the uh, force here. So um, that's the new live thing, 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow, Super Bowl preview with Josh and Steve. And don't forget, Steve's wife got tickets to the Dave Matthews Band tonight. How about that? Yeah. Some of our young viewers are saying, who the hell is Dave Matthews? <laughs> Yes, so enjoy that, Mr. Steve, and those guys will uh, give you their enlightenment in the Super Bowl information tomorrow. No problem at all. Doug L. was almost a W. Well, tonight there's no almost. You're going to be full-out sweet mode here. We're just getting out the, the uh, scoop, and we're scooping up all the wins. It's that simple. All right. Um, Anybody else? Anything else? Your best center on FanDuel for Mr. Mike Tyson. For me, it's Demonis Sabonis is my top center today. And my value center is Mark Williams. Uh, Josh Davis says up there, Mark Williams is a good value play. Hey, mister, have you been checking out my thumbnail, by the way? Stealing my <laughs> value play. Can you imagine that, Deb? Sheesh. Just jumped in there and stole my value play right off our thumbnail. That is just Jeez. so low. That's a low <laughs> How low can you go? Exactly. Come on. All right. Um, I don't know if I missed anybody. If you have any questions, throw them in there. Do you have a top center you want to share with uh, Mr. Mr. Pep Tyson? You know, uh, my top center, so very similar to yours. I just have to say um, – you know, probably the only other option is Zach Collins, but uh, but Sabonis, Collins, and Williams are my three. Wow, we're on the same page today. About that, huh? This is terrifying. That's crazy. Opposite lineups. Um, <laughs> I do want to mention if you any questions we'll take in there. You don't have to super chat for us to answer them. We're going to answer everything. But if you do want to super chat, even a buck, it all goes to charity. Boys and Girls Club is the charity for the month of February. So we still have, uh, well, it's a short month, so we don't have that much longer, you know, 18 days or something. So please, uh, if you have some loose change, let's get it in there for the Boys and Girls Club. And if you want to join us at Coach Talk, 
It's dfscoachtalk.com. Somehow I turned off. I had that highlighted, and now I don't see it. Where is it? There it is, Deb. I'm not completely uh, clueless technology-wise. <laughs> not completely, huh? Not Just a little bit? It's close. It's close, but uh, not completely. All right. Let's keep this train moving. And the other 7:30 game, Deb, it's Utah Jazz at Toronto Raptors. Jazz are 27 and 29. Toronto is 26 and 30. Toronto, a nice seven and a half point favorite as Utah continues to make all kinds of crazy moves. Crazy. It is a 229 and a half total, which is reasonable. An important piece to know is Jordan Clarkson. He's questionable. So that, that is important because with the shift with Conley and everybody gone, there's just a whole different rotation there. And we want to be on the front end of that. So if Clarkland, Clarkson's out, that makes Sexton massive to me. Marking in a good play as well, Kessler. So I still think you have some really good Utah plays here. Yeah. Uh, J- Jones, Potter, Toscano, Anderson, and Westbrook are all out. <laughs> He'll never see a Utah jersey. You know that. <laughs> For Toronto, Jakob Pertle will is questionable. So he's not completely out from what I see yet. He's back to Toronto. We'll see if he's going to play or not. Usually it takes an extra day because of Canada and all that shifting around. So we will see. I'm not expecting him to play, but let's keep an eye on that. And Ananobi, who was like a million percent going to be traded, I don't understand that. He's still out. And they didn't trade him. So very confusing situation there. Yeah, uh, for U- sure. Yeah. Utah's on the first night of a back-to-back, and they're obviously shorthanded with all this player movement until they plug these new guys in. And Toronto Island game, 11th in pace for Utah, 24th for Toronto. Defensively, not very good here. That's why you're approaching 230 for that Vegas total. You've got Utah 27th and Toronto 18th. So, I, you know, this is a game people are going to look at and be confused with all the information and movement of players and stuff. I don't think this is a game you can sleep on personally. What do you think? I don't, I don't think so either. Um, I think um, there's definitely some value there in Utah all over Sexton, particularly on DK where he's fourth out. And he's going to be the starting point guard. Um, he's, you know, uh, he's been mostly a bench player the entire season. So I don't think you're seeing his real uh, potential. Um, he used to be a starter on Cleveland and he was regularly, you know, a guy who was in the 6,000 range. So um, I'm definitely, he's going to be in every one of my lineups tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, unlike you, I'm not, you know, I haven't watched THT this year, so I don't know, but he's the guy who, you know, if, if Clarkson doesn't play, they actually have to play THT and then I like him. But if Clarkson plays, his minutes will be somewhat limited probably. Um, so, um, and, uh, you know, and I also like Kessler a lot in this matchup. I think he played Toronto recently and, and had a really good game. Uh, and, uh, and again, you know, they've just they've lost so much of, uh, you know, of their punch in, uh, you know, I guess Conley and Beasley and Vanderbilt that uh, I think Kessler gets a full load of minutes um, and has a good game. Um, and on the other side, I mean, you know, 
Utah's not not that great right now. And so, you know, I like some of the matchups, the Occam matchup. Um, I really like the Van Vliet matchup. I really like so not crazy to go with the Toronto players, but they're just not quite hitting my my lineup. But uh, I don't think they're bad plays. Yeah, I mean, I there's so much temptation here. I, I mean, do you remember two years ago when it was um, the the rookie uh, Garland was a rookie for Cleveland and Sexton was the other. They were the backcourt for Cleveland. Yeah, and they were ranked dead last defensively. Those two guys, and we used to attack guards against Cleveland all the time. Well, this with this shuffling, if it is Sexton and Clarkson in the backcourt for Utah, that is right there with Garland and Sexton in the old days. I mean, we're we're talking a sieve type of Ole defense. So I haven't played Fred Van Vliet, I I don't think since maybe the opening week of the league, because he just doesn't seem to blow up his numbers at all. But he didn't get traded. He's set in place there, and if if Sexton and Clarkson are the starting backcourt, I'm going to have to dial up some Fred Van Vliet. I just think he's, he's going to be a sieve of, of uh, defense there from the Jazz side. I so, agree. Do you? I'm with Good. you. I like to hear that. Um, I like, uh, again, Sexton a lot if Clarkson does sit, but I think they'll split some shots there. I agree with you on Kessler. And I think Markkinen, also a good play. Mm-hmm. If Utah mm-hmm. keeps this close enough, that's the big question is, you know, yeah. can they keep it close? If they do, I think you can dial up Sexton, Markkinen with Kessler and feel good about it. Not all three, but a combination of two of them, very likely. And then I, I'm just big on Van Vliet on the other side. I think Siakam's always dangerous. He's just so pricey that it makes it difficult. But those would be the two go-to guys there. Again, I, I'm not going to sleep on this game. I think it you're going to need some exposure there. I think it is a game that, you know, you have to at least look at and consider having some ownership without, without a doubt. Totally agree. I like right. it. Let's keep rolling. We have two 8 o'clock games, and then we have four late games tonight, Deb. I don't remember four late games in a long yeah. time. Yeah. Three ten o'clock and a ten thirty Eastern, so definitely a lot difference. I'll tell you one thing about living on the West Coast now. I don't feel like those games are late because they start at eight o'clock. I know they're great, aren't they? Isn't it awesome? I, I never feel like I'm doing those crazy one thirty in the morning where I can't keep my eyes open because you get the exactly. nice. Exactly, it's awesome. So um, Doug L asking about Trent on Fanduel. Okay. I do like Trent on Fandle, 6,100. Um, I do. I, I think I, he's I, a solid. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I think he's a solid uh, cash play. Yeah. If you don't have the money to spend up to Van Vliet, I'd still take Van Vliet over him. But if you have to go cheaper, I think Trent's a good secondary choice. No question yeah. about it. Hey, real quickly, MH, I don't remember. Is MH new? I don't remember seeing MH before. Um, but if you're new, we love you, MH. Welcome to the Coach Talk family. Great to have you with us. Um, what do we think about Wiseman? For me, I'm not touching Wiseman today at all. Here's the reason. He's questionable. He's with a new team, doesn't have his feet about him yet. 
Yes, they said they're going to play him, but they also have Jalen Durant. So even in the best scenario, they split minutes it's on a 22 teams playing, not worth it. If Weissman sits, I think Durant is playable, uh, but I wouldn't play uh, Weissman regardless at this point. Um, so that answers those. Uh, Weissman is out. So that puts Jalen. Thank you, Josh. Um, that puts uh, Duran in my player pool uh, for sure. So that is good. Trent on FanDuel, not, not a bad price. Doug L, Doug W, I think that you do have to consider that. Like I say, I'm going to try to get to FVV if I can, but not positive that I can get there. Yeah. Okay. You ready for uh, the, uh, the next game on the docket here? Let's do it. We've got... Two eight o'clockers, like I said. The first one is the Houston Rockets at the Miami Heat. Houston 13 and 42, Heat 30 and 25. No green or porter. Uh, that would be Danny Green, not Jalen Green. So don't get that confused. So the newly acquired Danny Green, who I, I would think they'll buy him out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then Kevin Porter still out. Miami Gabe Vincent is probable. No Jovich, Lowry, Oladipo, Robinson, or Yurtsaven. So they're still playing shorthanded all the way around. The issues uh, we always face here with Miami is they're good defensively and they play slow. But Houston plays definitely faster with poor defense. A little bit of an even deal. But you've got Spolstra's team on the first night of a back-to-back. -back, and we know he is very... Uh, big on not crushing his guys on back-to-backs, trying to keep winning and save some, you know, some uh, win for the playoffs. So that is a little scary. It is an island game for the Rockets. Not that it really matters since they're 15 and a half years old on average, I think. Um, <laughs> 12th in pace for Houston, 28th for Miami, 28th defensively for Houston, 4th for Miami. Uh, Miami's favored by a big fat 12, so we have probably the biggest possibility of a blowout here of any game, and it's a disgusting 220 total, Deb. So what are you thinking? Yeah, I know, right? Lowest, you know, lowest total, biggest spread, back-to-back. -back. Um, I, uh, I don't love it, um, but... Cherry picking, cherry picking one Miami guy, and depending on how much money I have, it's either going to be uh, Tyler Hero or Gabe Vincent. I think Tyler okay. Hero is going to smash tonight against Jalen Green defense. He's the one guy on the team, frankly, when he's playing, he does get the minutes. Like you know, I mean, Butler's old. You know, Vincent doesn't get the minutes. He'll probably rest out of bio a little bit, not play him as much. But Hero gets like 38-plus minutes. He really plays a lot. Um, and, uh, um, you know, with without Lowry in there, I think he handles the ball more. I think he can nail a ton of threes against his team. So I like I like Hero a lot. Um, Vincent would be my second guy again money-wise. But um, other than that, I'm not going after any of the higher payoff options on Miami. And on Houston, I just, you know, I mean, Jalen Green does play better. He gets more usage with uh, with Porter out. 
Um, but against the Miami defense, I just don't see this being a high-octane game where they play slow. You know, Houston wants to play fast, and Miami's going to slow them down. So, uh, and Adebayo's defense is, is solid for Shangun. So, I'm not going with anyone on the Houston side. Okay. Like. Boy from Cali agrees with you on Tyler, or uh, Mr. Hero, uh, cool. right there. Yeah, it's not surprising. Look at his avatar, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Good point. Exactly. Wait, that's not. Wait, that's. I thought that was a selfie. Oh no, no. It might be. Maybe he is. <laughs> he's, he's Hero's twin. You never know. <laughs> like the boy from Cali. <laughs> Big Jeff, how are you, man? Thanks for joining us. We'll go over some value plays as we go and, and talk about some other ones. I like Mark Williams as a, a value center. Mark Williams. Sam Hauser, Colin Sexton. There's tons of value. Enough value. value. You can go stars and scrubs if you want. And I'm not going to even say your your last name today, Jeff, because uh, Crash isn't here to bail me out. And uh, unless you want to take a shot, Deb. <laughs> Jeff C. Jeff C. <laughs> there we go. Jeff C. How you doing, my man? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, all right. Um as far as I'm concerned here, you know, this game is going to be a hard pass for me um, pretty much all the way around. I just, I don't like, it's Spolstra on the first night of a back-to-back. -back. It's a huge spread. It could easily blow out. I just don't want to risk it. I am not paying big money for Hero, Butler, or Bam. Just not going to do it. So I'm out on Miami. Um as far as Houston, the only guy I would consider is Jengun because his ownership is very, very low because everybody's terrified of Miami's defense. And I get it. Miami is good defensively. Like I said, they're fifth in the league defensively, you know, efficient and fourth. I'm sorry. But I, I still think Jengun can score it. I know Bam's a sound defender, but I think, you know, that would be the only person I would consider here and only if I have enough salary, but this is going to be one that I'm going to just move up across pretty quickly. Ready for the other eight o'clock? Do it. Minnesota Timberwolves at the Memphis Grizzlies. Minnesota's 30 and 28, Memphis 33 and 21. We do have Slow-Mo, who we thought was going to get traded, and Gobert, both questionable, cat out. Uh, the newly acquired Luke Kennard for the Grizzlies is questionable. Stephen Adams remains out. Um, in this game, Memphis is favored by seven, but we have a big fat 234 and a half uh, total. So it is the second highest, tied for the second highest on the board, uh, which definitely gets a little bit of interest going here. Minnesota fifth in pace and Memphis second. So, Deb, we have two of the five fastest teams pace-wise in the league. That gets a lot of interest for me. But defensively, not bad. Minnesota's maintained 11th, even though they've been shorthanded a lot of the time. Uh, and Memphis is second. So, you know, you've got a dichotomy of thoughts here. Yes, the pace is good, but the defense is good. And, you know, what are the two – you know, possible starters for Minnesota if Anderson and Gobert aren't playing. So a few things to think about there. And then you've got, you know, Jod, Bain, Brooks, Jackson all playing. 
yes, you don't have Adams, but they'll rotate centers with Tillman and all those guys that aren't worth uh, rostering, in my opinion. But uh, what are you going to do here? Because this this game uh, with that total, I think, is going to get a ton of interest. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm not I'm not going crazy here. Um, it looks like Conley's going to play. But I want to check that. Um, if Conley doesn't play, I'm all over Jalen Noel, um, who will get the get the start there. And uh, um, but if Conley plays, I probably won't go for Noel. Um, he's, I believe, he's you know, ruled in as of right now. He's ruled in, yeah. So um, so probably not going there. Um, you know, I, I think this is a this matchup. I think always gets these guys fired up like jaw and ant. Um, yes. So, and I think they, they both can have really good games. I do really respect Desmond Bain's defense though. When they played each other um, earlier this year, Bain was not playing and Edwards went off. So I'm going to stay away from Edwards tonight, um, but I'm tempted to go with jaw. So tell me, you know, tell me whether or not it's the right call. I mean, you got so many guys in that similar price range, right? You know, whether that's a, Van Bleed or, or a Shea or, uh, you know, I'm trying to think who else is there, or a ball, you know, but I really like Jaw tonight. Um, and uh, so he's one of the guys that I'm eyeing. And then if Anderson doesn't play, I like Jaron Jackson a lot. Um, but uh, so I'm, I'm waiting to get the news on that. But so, yeah, not too heavy, but I might go, I might spend some money on Jaw. Well, I mean, did, did you hear my take on Jaw and the situation? Was I with you or with Crash the other day when I, I went through? Crash. Okay. Crash. Well, here's this. This is what I read, and this was about a week ago. So it was before the trade deadline. Oh, it, oh, this, oh, this is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Jaw, if you watch his numbers, have not been good lately. No. And I, there was a, a blow up in the locker room. He, I don't know who he doesn't get along with or what the situation is, but he was MF and everything saying either he goes or I go. Now, you know, do they blow up? Does that happen a lot? It does, but it's also coincidental that they're on a free fall. They're like two and eight in their last 10. Yeah. Jaw's not been putting up anywhere near the numbers he was. And, you know, with Triple J stepping up, making the all-star game, playing with a lot of confidence, you know, Brooks still chucking a few shots. Bain's now healthy. I don't, I'm going to have zero jaw and not that I don't think jaw could break the slate. He absolutely could, especially against that Minnesota backcourt. Um, you know, Conley's a pretty crafty defender though, for an older, uh, you know, player. So I'm just not going to spend up. There's another spot that I like better at uh, the point. So again, you know, do I read into some of that? I mean, some of the stats are just telling it. You know, since I've stated that, I've been fading John. It's been a pleasure to fade him. Eventually, he's going to break out, or maybe they've settled the situation that was going on internally there. But uh, I'm going to steer clear. I do think Triple J is like the hot play for everybody lately because he had like five blocks in the first quarter the other day and, you know, he was hitting every shot. You know, I think he's – a always think he's a dangerous play. You just always have to be terrified he's going to get in foul trouble. That's the part yeah. that always makes me nervous. But with Steven Adams out, he is grabbing a few of those extra rebounds. So Jackson, 
and I'm scared to say it, but he's in play for me today. He's the fate, my, you know, he and Bain would be the two guys that I'd look at from the Memphis side. I think they, I have a lot of interest there. I can't really comment on the Minnesota side until I know about Anderson and Gobert because there could be a nice Nas Reed play here or, you know, somebody else uh, in the mix here. Um, but I'm not going Conley right off the jump. You know, I think it's going to take a little bit of getting used to and there'll be some split minutes there. But, you know, if Conley's going to play very limited, I agree with you on Jalen Noel. He's so good, man. He mm -hmm. That guy deserves to play even with Conley there. Uh, so I was a little disappointed because I was hoping he could just take over the point, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Anthony Edwards, 10K, that's that's just an awfully big, you know, fight. Desmond Bain defense is tough. So I'm not going to go Ant today. And you can always – everybody wants to punt all the time and go with Jaden McDaniels. He's only 4-4. I get it. If slow-mo's in – at 5K, not a bad play. You know, mm -hmm. Gobert's only 6'7 now. Nas Reed's 4'9. Uh, you've got those options uh, as well. So, you know, for me, it's probably going to be one of the subs that would be starting if it's a Noel or a Reed or somebody. I'd like to get a value piece from Minnesota, and I'd like to spend up for either Triple J or Bain on the other side of the ball. All right. And again, we could, we could, you know, recommend the top guy from every game. You know, oh, I love draw oh, sure. this guy, but you know, what good is that going to do our listeners? We don't, you know, we don't mince words here. We, we tell you what we like and we know that we're under salary restrictions. So you, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, and, and the crew is helping me. I mean, nobody likes job tonight. It's really interesting. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, and again, that could be dangerous. Who knows? Uh, Bev wants to know your thoughts on Nas Reed, I think. Yeah, no, I said uh, uh, I have to go there news, but, uh, okay. um, but I like Williams better, Mark Williams better. So. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. A hundred percent, Deb, what is going on that we're on the same page? Crazy. <laughs> okay. Oh, Double D, David Dulac does not like jaw either. Boy, I better reconsider my jaw. That's what I'm saying. Dulac doesn't like jaw. Boy from Cali doesn't like Jaw. I don't so. like Jaw. Yeah, that's yeah. that's scary. Um, his price needs to come down a little bit. It's that simple. Uh, let's see. Yes, I did see. I mentioned Mascala to the Celtics. He looks like a Boston Celtic. There's no question. <laughs> he plays like a Boston Celtic. And I mean that in a good way. That's true. All right. Four late games. And then we'll yeah, get I know. Yes. A little late night, uh, after you know, hours, night nap, right? After hours, yeah, we can do that. We can do it after we haven't done it after hours for our members. Uh, so we're not going to do the two brains because we're time factors today with four games left. But in Discord, we'll do regular uh lineups and we'll, we'll throw in after hours in the mix tonight, too. Yeah, so okay. you can't beat four game late slate. All right, the, 10, the first 10 o'clock games, the Cleveland Cavaliers, 35-22 and 22 against the New Orleans Pelicans, 29-27. and 27. No Rick Rubio or Dylan Windler for Cleveland. Everybody else is back full throttle. No Daniels, Liddell, Richardson, or Cheeseburgers, Williamson. Those guys are out. 
Cleveland's a road favored by three, but only a 223 total because Cleveland games have a tendency to go under. It's that simple. Cleveland's on the first night of a back-to-back, and there are some guys on this roster that do get babied a little bit, so we're going to have to watch that closely. But it's right now expected to be their regular Garland, Mitchell, Okora, Mobley, and Allen lineup. But Cleveland's the slowest team in the league. They make uh, the Mavericks look fast at times. And uh, the horrible duo that I always talk about, they're also the number one defensive team in the league. So whenever you have a a game, a DFS game, that you got the slowest team and the best defensive team in the matchup, it definitely gives you some some pause, and it should. Um, New Orleans, 13th in pace, which isn't bad, but they are good defensively. They're eighth. So this could be a very dangerous game, or if you, know, if you can find a one-off here, it may be uh, a great spot to go. What Are you going to do much with this game? So um, I've been thinking long and hard about this one because I, I really like Garland in this. Um, I think uh, – I'm not sure why. But McCullough matchup, I think it's a, it's, I think it's a good matchup. You know, you, everything that you set out says don't pay up. You know, um, right. this game. But I think that um, I think Garland versus McCollum is the best matchup. Um, Mitchell has um, has I don't know if he's injured. He seems to you know he plays and then he doesn't play. He's really been underwhelming. Um, has not really had a good game in a couple of weeks. Um, and so I think Garland uh, is the alpha tonight, and um, I think it's going to stay close. And I think um, they—I uh, don't know—that's just kind of my gut. So I've been trying to. It sort of—it it sort of flies in the face of what I how I usually play, but I like him a lot tonight. And uh, and so I've, right now I've got him in my core lineup. And then the only other thing would be to consider um, consider Levert because. Um, Rubio is is out, so Levert will probably get a few extra minutes. So as a sort of a mid-range value play. Okay, uh, I won't spend much time on this game. You know, with McCollum, Ingram, and Joe Val all playing um, and playing against the slowest team and the best defensive team, nobody's in consideration for me on the Pills side. Um, on with, when Garland and Mitchell play and Mobley and Allen, it's it's hard for me because there's just not enough possessions. With somebody's out, I like to filter to one of them, but I just don't feel good about it. It's very slight interest to Jared Allen at center, but other than that, this is going to be a full pass game for me. All right. Well, I was hoping you were going to say, good call, Deb, good call. <laughs> on, on which one, Garland? Garland, yeah. I don't like Garland tonight, but that doesn't mean a damn thing. I just, I don't. <laughs> I think Mitchell, when he does play, Mitchell goes. He plays, and I think he gets thirty yeah. some minutes if it's close. And yeah. I just, I just don't see paying the money for Garland when I think Mitchell's a little better, and they're both just too expensive. I, I just can't go there. But I, again. You know, if when Garland's on, he's an absolute monster. It's just sure. uh, that's a tough spot, you know, usage-wise when you're having to share the ball. 
No, it's definitely not, uh, you know, it, it, it's definitely not going to be a popular play tonight, which maybe is a good thing. Hey, Although, hey, low ownership yeah. is good. There's nothing yeah. wrong with low ownership. Uh, GJP, as I call Garage Junkie uh, Productions, great to have you with us. And he always reminds us to gently hit that thumbs up button <laughs> and say, you know, hey, what's up? Mobley over one and a half blocks has been almost a lock on prize picks. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a great defender. Um, you know, he does underwhelm at times, though, having to split that inside paint. I love Mobley when, when Allen sits, that's for sure. But I get it. I have no doubt about it. Oh, look at that boy from Cali even called him G. JP, which is hard to say, but uh, that is stuck as a, a uh, nickname. We're growing some viewers in here, even though we're long today. It's great to see everybody in All here. Right. So fantastic stuff. All right. We're down the stretch, Deb. We do can it. do this. We have three games remaining, a 10 o'clock game, Oklahoma City Thunder, 26 and 28, Portland, 27 and 28. I'm desperately trying to get Portland into the playoffs so I can get to a playoff game. Uh, it looks like your favorite player of all times is not on the the Phoenix Suns anymore. Dario Saric. I know. I'm so sorry, but he's probably. I'm going to miss the mustache. Oh, God, that poor dude with his mustache. I know. Uh, it's like the reverse. I don't know what it is, but God bless him. Uh, Sarge is probable, so you can use him if you want, Deb. Uh, Dort, Dort and JRE are questionable, so you never know what the deal is there. It'd be nice to know. Poku's out, though. The newly acquired Kevin Knox is probable for Portland. Interesting to see if he gets decent run. Questionable is Archidiacono, uh, KJ, known as Keon Johnson, Cam Reddish, Matisse Thibel, all the new folks in Portland, and then out Urbaji, Nurkic, and Winslow. So a ton to unpack there, Deb. Uh, two teams Seriously. that need every win for the playoffs. Lots of news by trade and by injury. And then on top of that, we've got a mixture in the stats lines. Both teams on an island, though, which makes it more yep. plausible. Oklahoma City's fourth in pace. Portland's only 20th. So good pace up for Portland and the Dane supporters here. Defensively, Oklahoma City somewhat towards the middle. They're 13th, which they were in the top 10. So they've been leaking oil a little bit defensively because Dort's been out, I think. And then uh, on the other side, Portland, that's what's killed them. They just don't defend. They're 26th. And so hopefully with these trades, they maybe will try to ratchet that up a little bit. But uh, Portland's only favored by three, and it's a 239 and a half total. So we have a winner. This is the highest game on the board. And I guess my question to you is, how much interest do you have here? I can, I'll give you one clue, and then I'll let you do your diatribe. My favorite play on the whole slate is in this game. That's all Whoa. I'm going to say. So, huh. what do you, yeah. You know, you I, wonder if it's the same, I wonder if it's the same as my favorite play on the entire slate. Well, what are, you, game. what are you doing? All right. So, I like, 
I like four guys here. Three, most likely. Okay. But my favorite play on the entire slate is Jeremy Grant. Oh, wow. Love, love Jeremy Grant. Love his price point. Love him against the front court of OKC. I think he uh, um, is going to smash through his number. I'm predicting projecting 42 fantasy points for Mr. Grant. I'm having him in all my lineups. He's like six, 6,600. Um, okay. I also like Jalen without a Y Williams. Yeah. Pretty solid value play. Um, and I really like SGA tonight. Very good. You're waiting for my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that your favorite player is Simmons, Simon. Lillard. Did you look at our thumbnail? Uh, I remember I remember Mark Williams. Did you look at my <laughs> avatar in Discord today? All kinds of massive clues. Is that right? All kinds of... Uh... <laughs> my favorite play on the slate is SGA. I'm with you. I'm going to spend the cash. I'm starting my my two payups. That's one of them. One still to come. That's he's going to be in every lineup. I love him today, um, and I'm going to be able to afford him. Uh, Josh Crash Davis, the infamous LeBron James fan, he has informed us that Mark Williams is starting over Nick. I want to be go. Mark Williams Richards. So my my. Triple S super secret squirrel Mark Williams is starting. Um, so thank you for that updated news. Square, right? Uh, for me, it is. I'm playing it. Uh, Doug L. Loves Grant. Thank you, Doug L. Doug L. Yeah, he got a supporter there. I don't think Grant's a bad play. I think he's a very uh, reasonable play. What's his price, Deb? Is he priced reasonably? Yeah, he's uh, 6,600 on FanDuel, 6,700 on DraftKings. Yeah, that's not bad at all. So not a bad play. Uh, and then, so oh, SGA for me, favorite play here. Um, I'd also like the Jalen Williams without the Y. So we're we're both on the the correct okay. J A L E N Williams today. So nice. I like two exposures from OKC on the Portland side. You were right in the fact that I like Simons today. So you, you did have your radar correct there. He's not my favorite play, but he's going to be, I'm going to have some exposure to him for sure. And I don't think Grant's a bad play either. Um, so I'll have exposure here. Um, you know, probably two guys from OKC and one from Portland. So this will be, this game will be, uh, one of the higher owned games for me on the slate, uh, close to, you know, three guys, probably two at the very worst here, but I do like this game a lot. Nice. All right. Me too. All right. Last 10 o'clock game, Deb. Yeah. What do we got? Dallas Mavericks 30 and 26 Sacramento Kings 31 and 23. And we have to wait another stinking day for the Mavericks to have Luca and Kyrie out there together. I think we'll see it tomorrow because today is the first day of a back-to-back -back for Dallas, who's on a West Coast trip, and the first night of a back-to-back -back for Sacramento. You know, two teams with about the same record fighting for a playoff spot. Sacramento somehow has nothing, no injuries, no questions, 
no problems. They got their lineup set, probably Fox, Herder, Barnes, Murray, and Sabonis, and then their dudes off the bench. They've got, they're pretty much ready to roll, um, and we'll see what they've got this second half. For Dallas, Bertans, Luca, and Kleba remain out. Uh, Dallas, second slowest team in the league at 29th. Sacramento, been a top 10 all year. They're ninth. Defensively, poor. Dallas, 21, and it's probably going to get worse. And Sacramento, 23rd. So it's a four-point Sacramento favoritism is all, and a 233.5 total. So, again, this is just brutal today because yeah. this is another game that you can't really sleep on all told. Right. And, you know, and whoever said it in here, believe it or not, I'm not going with Kyrie Irving today. I know that's a shock, but I just I just don't feel it. I don't think it's the right spot. I think that they're going to, you know, not try to just gas him out and sit him tomorrow if Luke is back. So I just think there's too much against it. And Kyrie's super expensive. So I just don't want to go yeah. there in, in a pace game that I just don't feel is going to be great. So what are you going to do here? Well, I, don't I just say don't Josh really... Green. Don't say what? Josh Green. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can play Josh anytime you want. He's going he's gonna to lead them in minutes other than Luca a lot of the time. So I know. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I can't believe Josh. Uh, do you remember the playoffs? Josh Green was so bad when he'd get in, they'd put Rudy Gobert on him and just let Rudy stand in the paint and they didn't care if he shot. So here's a guy that when he came in, couldn't see the floor and he's in the G he wasn't even that good in the G League. And here this dude's now like the key player on the Mavericks. I'm not I'm not disparaging him because I he's want him not, to do that. He's Australian, right? I mean, you gotta love all Australian ballplayers. I yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you, want, you feel that way, but uh I don't know. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just No, I just no, no. To totally joking, totally joking. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do have him on my interest list. You know, I mean, he's, he's still cheap, 4,800, right? He's getting like, he's going to get like 35 minutes. minutes. Yeah. You know, I mean, even at, uh, you know, 0.75 fantasy points per minute, he's going to pay off. So, and he's not, he hasn't been that bad. Well, right? he had that one stupendous game there. Well, that was, yeah. But even that, so, I think the Mavs sold their soul to the devil that game because he, and Dwight Powell went ballistic, and they won. And right, so right. I, I've got a feeling if you see like a red, uh, you know, what's the pitchfork that the, the devil holds? I'm oh, afraid. Oh, the devil, uh, right. <laughs> but, the, but the reality is, I mean, uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna play minutes, so he's good for at least 25 fantasy points. And so you know, I don't feel like the the floor is that low against Sacramento defense. So, you know, he's he's not like who I'm targeting, but could be like the last guy in if I just happen to have $4,800 left over. Um, uh, on the other side of things, you know, so I, I, I just, I, I struggle with Dallas. I struggle with, you know, when Donkic, when Donkic doesn't play, I struggle with who to play on Dallas. So green is sort of my, my scapegoat. Um, I'm not going to play Kyrie either tonight. Um, on the Sacramento side, I like Sabonis a lot. I also like Fox. 
and uh, I'll probably hopefully get to one of the two, but um, but that's about it. Yeah, I you know I, I ran out of I ran out of money and patience at the end of the night. Yeah, I mean we're you can't play them all. That's for sure, no question about it. Um, I will say this: Sabonis is my other favorite play. The two guys I'm starting every lineup on on every site are SGA and Sabonis. They're they're the hundred percent plays for me. Um, I'd love them in this matchup. The Mavericks' interior defense is absolutely horrible. I mean, right now with no Maxi Kleba, JaVel McGee has gone back into his headspace of his Shaq and the Fool days. He's lost his mind. They have nothing on the interior, zero. So any yeah. good interior player is going to destroy them. And Sabonis has all the moves, just like his dad did, right, left, pivot, step under. And if you don't guard him, we'll go out and hit the three. So smash play for me, uh, very simply. Again, I'm not going to pay up for Kyrie just because he's too expensive, and I'd rather go with SGA there. But I don't trust anybody else on the Mavericks side. I hate to say it. So it's going to be no Mavericks for me. Sabonis or bust, and I'm just going to move to the last game. All right. Let's All right. It. It is, it's that scrappy team that no everybody likes to root against, the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> They're 38-17, and 17, Deb against the L.A. Clippers, 31-27. and 27. Giannis probable, so count him in. No Crowder, no Middleton, no Portis. Those are three guys that are going to be serious rotational dudes for them. On the other side, no Eric Gordon, no Bones Highland, the new bodies. The big news, no Kawhi Leonard, which is going to make Paul George super, super popular. And Mason Plumley is not going to suit up just yet. It'll be interesting to see the time split with him and Zubats once they do. So uh, in this final game, you have Milwaukee on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Uh, Clippers on an island game. 15th in pace for Milwaukee, only 26 for the Clippers. Two pretty strong defenses. Third for Milwaukee, 12th for the Clippers. Um, you know, there's no spread uh, that I have. Uh, I need an updated spread. Does anybody have an updated spread on this game? It got taken down for some reason. Huh. Um, so I've got 227. I've is the got two. one and a half point spread. Okay. Thank you. So it's uh, that's a pretty tight spread with no Kawhi in there. Um, I don't know. What are you going to do here? Are you going Giannis? I mean, is he the obvious pay-up guy today? No. This, yeah, I mean, he's not obvious because he's so much more expensive than anyone else on the slate. Right. So, um, you know, I'm playing around with a lineup where I can fit him in, but I don't like it as much as the lineups I have where he's not in because I can get to two really good pay-up guys, yeah. um, just given all the value. So um, I like him. I'll probably fool around with the lineup but he's not a must play for me. On the other hand, I got, I feel like Paul George is a must play. I don't know. I just, I mean, granted Milwaukee's defense is good, but they're susceptible to the three, which Paul George should be chucking a bunch of them. You know, he's, he's the man when, when, uh, you know, uh, when, uh, Leonard's out. Yeah. And he's not that expensive. He's sub, he's sub nine K. So when you compare him to some of these other guys, he can just as easily, you know, score as high as SGA or Ball or any of these guys who are over 10K. So 
I'm going to have a lot of them. Yeah, I'm with you on Paul George. I think he's the best play out of this game. I mean, Milwaukee's got Crowder, Middleton, and Portis out. And those are yeah. the three guys that could cause some defensive trouble yeah. for, you know, the likes of Paul George. So I just think uh, I'm with you in the fact that they don't have the rest of these guys in place yet, no Kawhi. And it is still the case where we talk about it every day. You have two super dominant players on a team, one sits. You really better think about playing the other one. And that comes into play today with Jason Tatum. It comes into play with Paul George. Now, you can't have everybody, but those two are in a situation where that is happening. Uh, so that is a possibility. I know I'll tell you, <laughs> the other guy. We're both talking at the same time. What's that all about? <laughs> oh, wow. That's hilarious. That was weird. The other guy who's getting no love <coughs> is Marcus Morris, who put up a tremendous game against uh, Milwaukee last game out. And he's 4,300 on DraftKings. I know it. You know what he did to me, though, the other night, right? Yeah, I know. I had a great lineup, and he got thrown out with 1.2 fantasy points. I know. I know. Yeah. That hurts. But lightning doesn't strike twice. With Marcus Morris, it strikes more. It might. <laughs> but I, I get it. For that cheap of a price, it's not a bad play. Same with Norrin Powell's not a bad play. And oh, no, don't, no, no, no. Don't say it. Dead I know you dead hate dead. Powell, and now I hate Morris. So there we go. They both are stingers. <laughs> you know, the guy, though, that, that's that's cheap that, that is Terrence Mann. I mean, he's he's sort of the point guard. I think he they've handed the reins. They said, we're getting rid of Reggie. Getting rid of Wall, Terrence, man, this is your job. And supposedly there were multiple teams that wanted uh, to make a trade for man, including, right. yeah, including the Nets, who as part of the key player in a deal that they would have sent uh, Durant to the Clippers would have been Terrence, man. And I think they huh. they probably feel like, hey, you know, we traded. SGA, which obviously was not a great play because uh, he's so good and so young. But, I mean, you know, they respect man. It's his job. Even with Bones Highland, who's not eligible this game, but I don't think Bones will start. I think he'll be Terrence Mann's backup, in my opinion. I think they'll, mm -hmm. that's what it'll come, come out to be. So I think Terrence Mann is the value play from this game. Paul George is the pay up. And then on the other side of the ball, I just, you know, I don't, I'm not going to have the money for Giannis tonight. And, you know, I, I just can't get there. Like you said, it's not like he's the highest paid. You got to spend like 2000 more for him than a lot of the guys. So yeah, exactly. Tough. I just can't get there. I hear you. Yeah. It's so uh, in retrospect here, since we're not going to yeah. do a two brains lineup, let's just real quickly pay ups for me. Sabonis and SGA, Paul George also is a good play. Uh, as far as value plays, Sexton, if, if Clarkson sits, I really like Mark Williams, the center. Uh, and I think you can, you know, go around to some different spots, really, and in, in, in roster whoever whoever you want. So I'm kind of freaked out because we have an 11-game slate and we're almost the same, right? My payups, um, George, SGA. I'm not sure about Sabonis, but I do I do like the call. Um, and uh, 
who was my other payout. You guys talked me off a jaw, so uh, <clears throat> ball. But I'm also intrigued by Harden. Um, I love Harden. My, uh, yeah, and I love I love Lamelo Ball today too. Yeah, I wish it. I wish I it was Sexton, Williams, um, Collins, and uh, I had another guy who was a value play. Where did he go? Oh, There's, Hauser. Hauser. I don't know if I'm on the Hauser team yet, but I, I understand it. I mean, he can shoot it, and he's not afraid to shoot it for sure. Um, all right. I think that's everything, Deb. We've yeah. cle cleared the board. Uh, appreciate everybody that stuck with us for the long podcast here. We actually grew as the, the day went on for sure. Um <laughs> Don't forget tomorrow morning is the uh, was it 11:30 crash I believe something like that. What was the time frame for the Super Bowl podcast tomorrow? You want to definitely uh, click on that. Also, we have Super Bowl contests for uh, our members. Uh, if they want, if they're you're in Discord, there's a DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Super Bowl contest. And 11 a.m. Eastern for the Super Bowl uh, podcast tomorrow. All right. Uh, cool. Let's give away two tickets and just uh, jump on at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. Shoot me a message and uh, your PayPal email will get those out to you. Ah, you know who came up first? Josh Crash Davis. <laughs> <laughs> that means Josh has to donate five bucks because <laughs> he came up on the list uh the first winner earl pep tyson mr mike tyson another winner for mike tyson seems to win every day as well and our second winner is charlie mr charlie, charlie. congratulations charlie and mike pep tyson uh Shoot me that on uh, Twitter, and we'll get those tickets out to you. Appreciate everybody joining in and listening. Hope this really helps your builds. It's going to be a very busy weekend, uh, mostly focused on the Super Bowl. We'll have basketball lineups and golf lineups and all that fun stuff. But uh, you'll definitely want to uh, stay tuned and, and give us a shot. Three bucks, three days, DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, and you get today, Saturday, Sunday, you get Super Bowl, everything we're doing. So love to have you. Uh, great, uh, great pod, uh, Deb. Awesome. Yes. And congratulations to your art. Your sons and my Mavericks are sort of the big winners. Right. Uh, I know. It's true. So that's You're right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deb. Uh, we've awesome. got, uh, let's see, we've got plenty of time. We've got like an hour to post lineups. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Right. Enjoy care, your Friday evenings, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.